welcome to the Learn to License Your Photos podcast, the show where we teach you how to license your photos so you can earn additional revenue for your photography business. In this episode, we'll talk about how and why your photos have value to different companies, which directly correlates to why they will pay you to license them. My name is Adam Taylor, and I am your host and creator of the Learn to License Your Photos course. It's also worth noting here that this particular episode is largely taken straight from my online course, but I will ad-lib and riff on a few topics here a little bit as well. All right, let's get started. Why do companies like faucet makers, cabinet companies, and tile manufacturers need your photos? Well, it's no secret that we live in a digital age, and we work, and we work in a visual world. So photos and other visuals like renderings are a massive driving force when it comes to selling products in this space. Photos help brands build their visual identities, and they help tell a company's story. Photos help customers envision how the product can look in their home or in a commercial space. And the photos create a lifestyle and a mood that resonates with the viewers. Great photography is hugely valuable to companies in this industry. There are countless ways that companies use photos in their marketing. We've got some of the obvious ones, right? Like their website and Instagram. Those are probably at the top of that list. But the list is much, much bigger than that. You have other social media like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and House. And keep in mind that in addition to content-based posts on these platforms, some of these social media channels will also have paid advertising and boosted posts behind them too. Companies also use photos to build up their Yelp and Google business profiles. Then you have printed applications like magazine ads, brochures, lookbooks, flyers, catalogs, and price lists. And we also have environmental graphics like displays in dealer showrooms and trade show booth graphics. Now, let's imagine three different size companies and try to begin to get a general understanding of each of their positions when it comes to acquiring photo content. A small company typically doesn't have the resources to produce their own in-house photo shoots. And if they're really small, they might not even have the resources to hire a photographer to go out and shoot for them. However, if you offer them a couple of great photos at a fair price, they probably have the resources to pay for some of those images. So you're helping them by gifts they wouldn't otherwise be able to get. Also, by sourcing photos from various photographers around the country or around the world, they're able to get a wide variety of design styles and project types while showing off a wide range of their products. A medium-sized company will typically have the ability to directly hire a photographer from time to time to shoot specific projects. However, they still aren't producing their own in-house shoots, probably, and the amount of assets they can get in any given amount of time will be limited to their budget and their geographical location, meaning how much money can they spend to send a photographer to go around to their general area. So a medium-sized company still benefits from the variety of photos that photographers like you can provide them. Now let's talk about a large company. These large companies can produce their own in-house photo shoots. They literally may have an entire set or a studio dedicated to producing the shoots, or they may rent a house to stage shoots or something like that. And that's all great, but your style and the type of homes that are in your area are completely different from what they're producing on their own. So a large company might still like to get the variety of photos that photographers like you can help them with. Now, I want to give you a little case study to demonstrate some of the value that good images can have for a company. For three years, I worked very closely with a brick and tile manufacturer. I'd say they were between a small and medium company, but they were forward thinking enough to have me on board as their content producer, and I was on retainer with them. So I shot about 50 projects a year for them for these three years. So they had a really steady stream of quality photos coming in at all times. 
Now, in this three years that I worked with them, their Instagram account grew from about 6,000 to 60,000. So 10x their Instagram following. And why? Yeah, of course, they had a smart person running their social media. And of course, they had to stay on top of that. Uh, And they paid for advertising on the platform. And I'm sure that helped. But the main reason why the account was able to grow so rapidly was the fact that they had quality professional photographs. So I was providing them with a steady stream of great-looking images that helped build their brand, image, and ultimately, their audience. Let's go back a little bit and break this down from another angle and think about how a company might be able to get photos of their products to market themselves. So for this particular example, we'll imagine a cabinet company that you know, provides cabinets for kitchens oftentimes. So what are the ways a cabinet company has to get photos of their products? All right, example A, they can build a set. So what does that look like? Let's try to imagine this. They're going to have to find a space first and foremost. Are they going to uh, rent a place? Are they going to work with somebody that's already renovating a place? Are they going to pick somebody uh, that works at their company, maybe an employee, and go into their space and renovate it? Or are they going to you know, save a space in their uh, existing facility and build out a kitchen in there? Well, then you have to plan and design it. You've got to hire the construction people to build it. Uh, you've got you know designers that come in and help stage it afterwards. And then you still have to find the photographer, which means searching on Google and Yelp, calling around, getting prices, vetting the photographer, possibly interviewing them and seeing their portfolio. Uh, and then you actually have to do the shoot. And if they're you know really big, maybe they're going to hire some kind of a food stylist to you know cater the place and, and have food in that kitchen, or maybe they're going to hire models and have a hair and makeup and a wardrobe person on set. So there's a lot of time and money and resources that would go into building out a set like this and producing a photo shoot to get photos of those cabinets in a space. That's option A. Option B, you hire a photographer. So what does that look like? So let's say a cabinet company uh, sold a bunch of their cabinets that they know they want to photograph these particular kinds of cabinets, and they know they sold them to an architect over in XYZ City. Well, then they have to follow up with that architect to say, when is the project going to be complete? Um, Are we going to be able to work with you and or the designer you worked with and or the homeowner that now lives there to get access to that property to shoot photos of it? Once they decide to do that, Uh, Well, then are they going to try to shoot photos before the person moves in? Do they trust that the person that moves in is going to have nice things and furniture in there that actually kind of goes with their style and doesn't, you know, look funky? Um, Or, you know, how's that going to go? Once they decide all those things, they still have to vet a photographer. So again, they're going to go to Google and Yelp, call around, get prices, the whole deal, and then set up that photo shoot and hope that the photos turn out the way they want them. That's option B. Option C. They license photos from you. So, of course, they don't have as much control over how those photos end up looking. But here's the difference. They don't have to do any of the work. You literally email them finished photos that are already completed and edited and say, hey, do you like these photos? If so, the cost is going to be X, Y, and Z. So think about how much work you're taking off the shoulders of that brand, of that company, uh, or of the marketing person in that company. Because remember... Every bit of this process, not only the set design and build, not only the hiring the photographer, but the man hours put into the logistics and the planning and preparation for this photo shoot, that's costing this company money. So if you drop a couple of great photos into an email and tell a company, hey, I've got these photos, you can license them, all you have to do is say yes and send me a check and I'll give you the high-res files, 
you've just saved them a ton of time, a ton of money, and you've probably made their day by providing them with some great marketing assets that was very little effort and very little money on their part. So I hope you're starting to see just how valuable your images can be to a company and why they might be willing to pay for your photos. And when you're ready to take your photo licensing to the next level and learn everything I have to share, you can use the promo code thank you at checkout for 25% off the Learn to License Your Photos course. Just head over to licenseyourphotos.com to join right now. And if you found anything in this episode helpful, please consider sharing it with one or two of your photographer friends. It would really help us out, and ideally it would help them out as well. Thanks for listening, and good luck making those sales this week. 